This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, a daily rundown of all things Vice. It's Thursday, December 14th. I'm Jesse Maiko. Today, we're looking into the often thankless job of unpaid content moderation that keeps online communities like Reddit open and safe. But first, the headlines. Democrat Doug Jones defeated Republican and accused child molester Roy Moore Tuesday night, winning the Alabama Senate seat vacated by Attorney General Jeff Sessions. Jones is the first Democrat elected to represent Alabama in the Senate since 1992. Turkish President Tayyip Erdogan hosted a summit of more than 50 Muslim countries in Istanbul, at which they condemned President Trump's recognition of Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. He called on the world to recognize East Jerusalem as the capital of Palestine. And a judge has dismissed charges against the six people currently facing trial for their association or participation in the protests during Trump's inauguration ceremony earlier this year. And now, here's the news you won't get anywhere else. Much of the internet runs on volunteer labor performed by people who often go unnoticed, such as online community moderators. When these people are recognized, it's usually because they've become a target of harassment, are involved in a flame war, or are accused of abusing their power. But moderators make message boards and online communities function. Here's Vice's Ankita Rao speaking with Motherboard Editor-in-Chief Jason Kebler about Cat Lowe, who's getting a PhD in online moderation. This was part of a series called Humans of the Year, where Motherboard was sort of looking at some of the most influential people of 2017. Why did you pick Cat Lowe this year? Cat Lowe is a Reddit moderator who is now getting a PhD in essentially Reddit moderation at uh, University of California, Irvine. Um, And I thought her story is really interesting because Obviously, there's been so much discussion about free speech online and toxicity online, and uh, everyone seems to have ideas about what Twitter should do, what Facebook should do. Uh, But what's interesting to me is that Kat Lowe is looking at these problems in a very academic fashion. She's, you know, getting her doctorate in it. She's doing her dissertation in it. And I think, uh, A, it takes a creative person to think, hey, uh, this is so important that, you know, I should study it as my life. And B, I think that content moderators are often sort of unsung heroes. And uh, unfortunately, they're usually maligned, ignored, or hated by people who participate in the communities because they're seen as sort of like these powerful censors who delete stuff and ban people when really they're doing a lot of unpaid labor, essentially. So one of the things that she's discovered... uh, very early in her research is that a lot of moderators are actually experiencing trauma from being harassed by people that they're moderating. I think for anyone who spends a lot of time online and on Reddit or within these communities, it's very obvious that there is a lot of trolling and there is a lot of harassment online. So what kind of things are these moderators dealing with on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, well, every community is different and that has different rules. But I think in general, there are people who break the rules of a given community, and moderators are there to make sure that the uh, rules of the community are enforced. So uh, when they step in to you know, tell someone to knock it off or ban them, they're often subjected to you know, cries of censorship from the person being banned and often from the other members of the community who might agree with the original person who you know, was behaving against the rules. They're also often subject to doxing, which means their personal information is put online 
so they can get in real life harassment, like phone calls, uh, emails, things like that. And then often they have to remove graphic images or videos, and it could have a lot of ramifications on someone's mental well-being. What does Catlow hope to do by looking at this through an academic lens? Well, right now, uh, the big question is, like, what do we do with this resurgence of neo-Nazism online or newly, uh, newly emboldened people who are sort of out there harassing people on Twitter, on Facebook, on Reddit? You know, you have Gamergate with these, like, targeted harassment campaigns. You have more run-of-the-mill internet drama that's been around forever. And platforms like Facebook, Google, Twitter, Twitch, uh, YouTube are all trying to figure out how to deal with this. And up until now, you know, it's sort of been the Wild West. There haven't been a whole lot of academic studies into what makes a good community. How can you, you know, moderate content without feeling like it's a top-down decree or like dictatorship? And so she's studying what makes a successful community. And then this data could in the future or hopefully is currently being used by platforms like Facebook, Reddit, etc., to basically learn how communities interact with each other, how they interact with themselves, and how they ultimately form a larger platform. This seems to be becoming increasingly important. Do you think this is part of a bigger trend? We've seen adjacent topics get the academic treatment in recent years. Like there is uh, an academic book about 4chan and memes, and we're starting to see that with uh, content moderation now. In early 2018, Santa Clara University School of Law is doing a whole day-long seminar about content moderation. Um, We're also seeing, obviously, like big platforms take this seriously and hire experts uh, in this field. And so a lot of the experts are coming from the communities themselves. It's never been a profession to be a content moderator, or it's usually not thought of as a profession, but it is increasingly becoming very important to facilitating healthy online communities, facilitating speech, and ultimately uh, facilitating democracy, if we're thinking about it, if you want to get preachy about it. I don't know what you'd say, but, uh, you know, if we agree that Facebook uh, and social media is important for facilitating democracy and the spread of information, then the way that we police it as well as facilitate conversations on there is really important. Are there some platforms and forums where they have figured this out or they're safer than others? And what does that say for how we're going to start interacting with these communities online? You know, there's no there's no like agreed upon way to do this. I think uh, people agree that it should never be a sort of top down approach like members of the community should be able to weigh in on what the rules are and how they're enforced. The problem is once these communities get really big, it's uh, it's really hard to do. So there are tons of very healthy communities on Reddit, uh, some of the smaller subreddits that you know have really good rules. People are happy there. People obey the rules and uh, they facilitate like a healthy, positive community. But once you get past, say, like 30,000, 40,000 people, like enforcing those rules is chaos. There's a saying that Kat told me is basically, you know, once you pass a certain threshold, it just all goes to shit. That's not really a saying, but uh, it's a mantra that people have. And it's uh, figuring out how to scale up content moderation to bigger platforms and bigger communities is a really tough problem at the moment. You brought up democracy. And I think a big part of what people talk about is free speech How does that look in these online communities and what are the sort of issues around that? Yeah, I think free speech has become sort of this catch-all term that is often uh, misused by people who 
inherently have a more powerful and freer voice online. You know, when a Nazi gets their swastika taken down by Twitter, they say that their free speech is being violated. But we rarely talk about, and we need to talk about, you know, when someone puts a swastika on subreddit or on Twitter, the voices that are scared to speak up because they're inherently being marginalized by someone who's very powerful and by this, like, hateful uh, imagery and this hateful community that's inherently sort of created when you allow that type of speech. And so facilitating free speech really means making sure that the voices that aren't often heard are heard and that people who are often marginalized feel safe to speak up at all times, really. We sort of have until now looked at the internet and internet forums as this one world and then real life as another world, but now it's just increasingly fluid and pretty much the same thing. How does Kat Lowe see her work impacting just dialogue in society? Yeah, I mean, I think that it's it's life. Like, the internet is life. It's a, for anyone who's a content moderator and who's having mental issues because they're being subjected to harassment or hate, this is their life. I don't think there's a distinction between online and offline, and I think that she'd probably say there's not much of one either. To read Jason Kebler's full article on online moderation, go to motherboard.vice.com. All right, that's it for now. Thanks for listening. For more news and culture, check out vice.com. And tune in again tomorrow for another Vice Guide to Right Now.